listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio and this is Around the Parishes, the programme where we go all over East Clare every week to find out what's happening in all the different areas. Today our focus is on Mount Shannon and I'm delighted to be joined in the line by our correspondent there, Ursula Hogan. Ursula, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you, Jim. How are you getting on? Very well, thank you. I'll tell you, um, I was surprised to hear that uh, Slivati Drama Group are uh, up and running. I thought this was something um, for, for springtime, but uh, it's, it's, it's August, an early start. Um, well, they have started back into reading plays, Jim, and it is this is the time they do it, actually. They usually read um, maybe the one act during the summer um, for spring, but um, the or for the autumn, but um, what happens is then they, they need to get a one act. They're going back on the circuit this year, hopefully. That's the idea. So they start, they've started reading during the week now um, play, plays for uh, three act drama circuit. Um, so um, it's a big commitment, not only for the rehearsal schedule, but traveling around the country as well, because they travel to up to eight drama festivals. Yes. Um, to have a good chance of the competition to get first or second places you need uh, uh, the maximum really of um, uh, drama festivals to attend you know and when you say so, when you say reading Ursula is this say group reading a play or, or individual yes, they pick a play. yeah they pick a play and then um, um, then the characters are allocated to whoever shows up on the night um you know, whichever pe- people are available, obviously, on the night of the meeting. So they, everybody takes uh, a character or maybe two characters, or they might change characters, and they just um, read that. So it gives people an idea of the whole play when it's read by different, um, by the characters that are going to be in it. Now, if you've, if it's an American play and you can put on an American accent, wonderful. Not everybody does that, but um, it makes it more authentic, obviously. Yes. So... Uh, yeah, but um, they've started anyway, so it's, it's sometimes it's a bit of a troll to try and get the right play because they need the right um, people involved. Yes. So um, that would be tricky. Who's available to go on the circuit? The circuit is, is tricky enough, Jim. Like, it's a really early start in the mornings. It could set off at 7 or 8 o'clock in the, 7 o'clock in the morning and uh, the set will be loaded the night before. They could be going from Doonbeg in West Clare to Clare Morris and Mayo Castle Island and Kerry or Charleville and Cork or even as far away as Cabin. Um, so they, when they arrive, and it's usually the actors that have it as well because sometimes they don't have a lot of a crew to spare. Yes. So they all have the set and the quick copy break and then for about five or six hours that set has been put up. Lights carefully and methodically put into place. A quick stop for dinner. Back in for maybe a line rehearsal, and the lights have to be checked, and you know they're standing on stage to see are you in the where you should be, and and that's a slow process too. Um, and then after the performance, the adjudicator, you know, as you know, gives the audi- uh, adjudication on the stage to the audience, but he also gives a private one afterwards to the cast. That gives them a bit of advice, especially if you get it early in the journey, and um, maybe you could pick up or you uh, you could. Um, pick up a few tips as to what uh, you could improve on. Yes. Um, after that, then, that's a could be an hour and a half, maybe. Then all the cast and crew have to stri- strike the set, as they call it, which take it down and load it up for home. And yes. then everyone drives home. So it could, it could, be, could take up to three hours to get back home. And um, 
Sure. That could be two or three in the morning. So they're, they're long days. Um, and then having to, you know, especially for the actors, having to perform at the peak uh, every night. It's it's hard going physically and mentally, you know. Yes, yeah. God, they, love it, Jim. they love it. And um, they're, uh, they're actually having their AGM on Tuesday now when I get a chance to mention that, the 22nd of August. So it's the next Tuesday at 8pm in the Mount Shannon Hall. And um, they're, they're very, would welcome uh, new members. The membership is only €10. Euro and um, there's no obligation for anybody to go on the stage now. The crew members are also needed, you know, and backstage and that. Yeah. So um, if anybody's interested or even half interested, come along to the meeting anyway and just have a look. It's a, it's a fun group. Um, lots of lots of crack. And I'm um, sure, you know, if you do go on stage, it gives you a great boost of confidence. And yes. it's good for young people as well, you know. Yeah. Great if you were going for interviews of that, that you've already stood in front of an audience. Yes. So, you know, it, it, it's just a, a boost in that way. I know. And yeah. it, even radio drama would be a possibility as well, wouldn't it? In, uh, oh, for, absolutely. Yes. yes. Absolutely. And, and we've done it before. Probably, yeah. And it's probably on the cards again, as far as I know, Jim. Yes. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Lovely. So, and that's great because you just have to meet you. They, um, they actually, just before we move on, they got actually good news recently when the Dirt Credit Union um, offered them funding um, from the La Serena Helping Hand Fund, uh, which Shane Kelly had applied for on behalf of the group. So that'll be a great help uh, going forward for the festival in 2024. Lovely. Yeah, very good. And yeah. of course, the Credit Union were good enough to give uh, Scarif Bay Community Radio a grant as well for an upcoming documentary. So... Um, all right. Yeah, we're, that's we're, great. We're all um, delighted with their credit union. Yeah, of course. Well, they are, you know, they're um integral part of the community now. And um, yeah, and, and they're lovely in there. The staff are lovely in that. And, yes. Yeah. Bless Arena was one of our members, not very long, unfortunately, but she did do the radio play. She did indeed, I, yes. From her hospital bed, I think, at the time. That's right. Yeah, yeah the hospital bed. Yeah. And um, Lord have mercy on her, but um, a lovely, lovely girl. Yes. But um, yeah. So the next thing um, happening in Mount Shannon is the white-tailed sea eagles. So we have two um, uh, young female chicks now that have uh, we think they've fledged at this stage. Uh, they were born a while ago, and um, so um, it's great actually because um, I don't know if you know, but um, earlier this year or yeah, Cayman, which is our main white-tailed sea eagle, um, has been flying around on Shannon on his own for the last couple of years, um, three years without a partner. His original partner, Saoirse, died in 2018 from the bird flu. So um, this young chick, pardon the pun, from Portumna arrived up and came and paired up with her. And um, they now have um, produced two uh, female chicks. And um, the Cayman's partner is now called Bernadine. So um, the, you, there's a good chance that you might see them flying around Mount Shannon Harbour. Um, of course, the young chicks will be uh, learning to hunt and to fish these days. Uh, one of them has been tagged, actually, um, because they can't afford to tag all of them all the time. But it's too expensive. But, um, yeah, so last week, I think 24 white jelsey eagle chicks have, were re, were released into locations around Loch Derg and Shannon Estuary and also the west of Ireland 
and that's as part of a long term the reintroduction program managed by the National Parks and Wildlife Service. So they have released a lot of they have um this that program has been going now since I think it's twenty oh god twenty ten or eleven, and there's and one hundred seventy one white tailed sea eagles have now been released through that program to date. Yes. Which is absolutely fantastic. And actually, some of the chicks, there, there's been a good few born now recently. And one of the Mountain chicks called Caltra, she met up with the older chick in Portumna. So they've sort of done a swap and they got together and now they've produced triplets. Oh, very good. Yeah. It's been, it's really has been successful, the breeding program oh, and, the you know, the reintroduction of the white tailed sea eagle into Ireland. Yeah, absolutely. And um, they you, you do know they come from Norway initially and then they're down in Kerry and release them there. And that's where R2 came from, came in and Saoirse, they escaped Kerry and came up to Clare. Yeah, so, um, they're banner, they were banner birds then. Banner born. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, uh, yeah, I think these triplets are on the Tiberi side of Loch Derg now over on Terry Glass, we think, maybe. Yes. So... Yeah, no, it's, it's it's absolutely fantastic. So, so far, so good. And hopefully they'll be okay and, and nothing will happen to them. Yes, yeah, good stuff. That's It's a very, it's a good news story, Ursula. Ah, it is. It's lovely to see them now. Hmm. Um, it's hard to see sometimes. I, I'm around the harbour a good bit, but you could be lucky some days and see them and then you'd be looking for ages and you couldn't see them. But they're around there anyway. Most with the chicks being up and up and out of the nest now, you have a good chance of seeing more of more of them around the oh. area. There'll be spotted fish. Very that good. Lovely, yeah. Listen, while while we have a bit of time left in the program, uh, I gather you went and got your horse shod during the week. <laughs> My poor horse broke down actually during the week, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I went to Sines's Forge in um, downtown Mount Shandon, as I say. Um, it's been given a, a, f- a new fresh lease of li- life as the new blacksmith has arrived, and he's there about three months now. Lovely man. Reese Foster uh, is his name, or Reese Saul Foster, as he calls himself, from Cornwall. And um, he um, he's creating a lot of ornament- ornaments and um, jewellery and garden tools and kitchenware. And... Um, he he loves it in there in the the um, forge. He obviously met with Mark Wilson, and he has helped him a good bit to start up. And because he's also um, a stonemason, he started repairing the interior of the forge, um, which is a lot healthier because the forge used to be very um, smoky when you go in. <laughs> yes. Um, years ago, so now it's nice and fresh. All the smoke is going out. So, um, so he has some of his jewellery lined up on the window. Uh, just you can look in through the window. He's a little hatch there, and um, he does fire irons and tools, and and he's also going to make furniture into the bargain, in when he gets a chance. I don't know where he's going to get time for all this, but um, very nice man. Very interested in. He's settled in Mount Shannon, loves it here, and um, he's uh, he will he intends to do some classes as well. So people can go in and sit down and watch him at work. Yes. And um, yeah, so Mark has helped him. He's grateful to Mark and the community, obviously, for their support, you know. Well, so we'd be able to he, on, have a look. Yeah, we'd be able to hear your chat with him on uh, News Extra this weekend on Scariff Bay Community Radio. 
So yeah, that's, that's right. something to look forward. Listen, finally, in the 30 seconds we've left, um, yeah. I don't know if we spoke to you since, but a new cafe has opened in Mount Shannon. Yes, that's right. It opened on the 21st of July called The Berry Tree um, by Cleona Coyne and her family. Um, beautiful cafe. Lovely to have a place to go in and sit down and have a, meet people and have a coffee. Um, you can have a breakfast, you like lunches, um, salad, soups, sandwiches, milkshakes. Um, ch- child friendly as well. Um, beautiful cakes and scones that she makes herself. And... Um, it also caters for celiacs, which is very important, and they do takeaways as well. I had um, visitors here last week, and they were gluten-free, so I asked Cleona which gluten-free bread, which she did, and um, they absolutely loved it. They said it was the nicest bread they ever ate. So um, that's testament to her hard work, and uh, she has her daughter in there as well, Maeve, working away, and, and uh, family of, a family there, but... Um, yeah, no, it's going well as far as I know. It opens, um, the opening hours are 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Wednesdays to Sundays. Yes, okay. Yeah. Wonderful altogether so, uh, and great, great to see. And great. we wish them every success ongoing in yep. Mount Shannon. Another attraction for Mount Shannon. That's right. And just to mention as well, it's great to see the half barrel reopened. Yes. Patrick Oak. Yeah, and that is beautiful, delicious food, lovely presentation and good value as well. So, good yeah, it's stuff. great to have you know, there are six places coffee in Mount Shannon, Jim. Six places. Yeah, so. that's brilliant. Okay, so Ursula. Listen, yes, we, we leave it at that. Uh, we're running out of time. Many thanks for joining us today uh, to talk about all the wonderful things that are happening in Mount Shannon, the drama and the seagulls and the cafe and all the other things that are there as well. Uh, yeah. We yeah. look forward to talking to you a bit later in the autumn. Okay, thanks, Jim. Thank you, Ursula. Thanks very much. Okay.